I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Julie Montague, and this is American Viscountess. Hi, Very Hello. lovely to see you. Good to see you. Come in, come thank in. Thank you, thank you Can so much. Thank you. It's cold thank out you. No, it's definitely that January post Christmas day. Ooh. But I'm feeling come. the warmth in here, that's ah, for sure. Well, come into the fire. So, Julie, here we are in the Great Hall. This is part of the original um, Norman Castle. It was the hall that was built by when William the Conqueror. William the Conqueror. Yes, ordered it in 1067. We know that. We also know that it was in the Doomsday Book at 26 shillings value in 1086. Unbelievable. So really, I'm standing on the thousand years of history. Absolutely. And and you know the the great hall is for me is just a fascinating concept because it's really where everything happened. Is that right? Well, everything. Well, you've got to have a little bit of imagination because what you're in today is a Tudor construct, okay. of, which is 400 years, 500 years later. Right, right. The original Norman Hall would have been a big barn, going straight up to the ceiling, a couple of open fires, reeds right. and rubbish on the floor. The king would have been living at the far end and everyone else and dogs and don't ask me where they went to the loo because the smell and the feel you've got to be sort of it's very difficult today it was it would have been quite sort of earthy right it would have been twice the size for 500 years from the norman conquest to the tudor period rockingham was a royal castle during this time successive kings and queens of england visited with some adapting the castle to their own needs and tastes Edward I did the first makeover. This is 1260s, and he put in central heating. No, he put in the fireplace. Right, he put in the fireplace. <laughs> and he put in the windows. Okay. And he built, up there would have been the minstrel's gallery. Right. And above it, he built a, a, a chamber for his queen. He didn't like slumming it with the troops. Right, incredible. So you, you, you've got a lot of history, a lot of sort of medieval. The difficulty is you have to imagine it here because so much has been replaced by what other generations have done. done. Right. And so my family came here in sort of 1540 and finished doing the reconstruction because the date is 1579 on the beam. So your family arrived here Tudor period. Tudor period. Tudor period. So you, your family's been here since, well, what? 450 years. years. So Incredible. Should we go through to the library and have a coffee? Yeah, I would love that. 
but I have just spotted rather, I mean, this is quite a beautiful portrait of Elizabeth I. I assume it's her, yes? Yes, it is, right? yes, yes. It's, it's um, painted by Gow, and she's, it's a quite a young portrait. I think probably painted when she's probably 20, 25, 30. Right. She doesn't look all, not like those later ones where she was very much an icon and, and, and heavily and um, Very fierce made looking. up. Yeah, exactly. But did so, she ever visit Rockingham? No, but she would stay locally and she had lots of, one of the extraordinary things about this part of the world, it was very, very rich, particularly Tudor um, uh, houses and, and, and wealth because a lot of her closest advisors lived close by. So there's William Cecil, who was at Burley, which is of only fif 15 miles away. You have Apthorpe, which is, uh, was another palace. Fovering Hay, which is where Mary Queen of Scots um, was executed. That's 15 miles away, but there's nothing there. It's just a man, very fine church. Right. You have Kirby Hall, which is literally four miles away, which is, is, is semi-ruined, but was Christopher Hatton's house. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Uh, you know, we are so rich in big houses, big estates, but it's all of that, a lot of it is around that Tudor period. Is around that Tudor period. I know when I was driving here, it, it was, there were so many brown signs yeah. telling me to go to visit this hall and this house. Yeah. But it is, it's really rich with historic houses around here. You could just castle hop all day oh, long. Oh, you could. Well, I, I, I should have said, of course, well, the Montague connection at Bowton. Yes, no, of course, of course. I did see the sign to Bowton yeah. on my way here. Exactly. Let's get, have a, let's get okay. have a coffee. Great. But Julie, actually, this is part of the joy of Rockingham, is that it's, it's, it's been mucked about with over the years as each generation has, has adapted it to its own use. You've just walked out of the medieval yes. hall. Yes. You're now into a Victorian, rather heavy, but Victorian right. staircase to take access to the first floor. A corridor that was added onto the Tudor wing so that you didn't have to go from room to room, that you had a bit of privacy. And then you go back into the right. Tudor house. So I'm going from... Medieval, Victorian, Victorian, which is 1850, right, to back to, to 1560. To Tudor here, yeah, incredible. And then you're into a room which was two rooms, right. being moved, turned into one room by the Victorians as a library, right, and then redecorated in Georgian style, so 1760, by the Edwardians, which is <laughs> you know, so it's all it's it's all a bit bogus, really. <laughs> So um, the Edwardians came in here, redecorated it, but Georgian style. Georgian right. style. Well, it was very interesting. There was a sort of reaction, as you get with every generation, that sometimes you like what went prior, right. sometimes you don't. When I came here as a child, anything that was Victorian was despised. It was disgusting. It was grotesque. It was over the top. Nowadays, actually, it's it's much more fashionable. Yes, People yes, quite no, like no, it is. Jewelry, it's, it is Victorian stuff. It is. Ah, come and sit down and, and, and oh, brilliant! Sit, have a, a seat warm by the fire. fire. Fantastic. Ah. and I was just um, as walking in, I was looking at all your wonderful photographs of your oh. family. So, because well, how long have you been here? We moved here in '99. My father, having inherited in 1967, and as a young, I came here when I was 10 in 1971. Okay. So that's when we moved in, when Michael, my great uncle, handed over and moved down to your neck of the woods, down to Dorset. Yes, so this is what I'm obviously uh, fascinated about as well coming here, is the Montague connection here. Yes. So it's, it's your, Michael Come Seymour, who lived here yes. at Rockingham Castle, married Alberta Sturgis's 
who became yes. the ninth Countess of Sandwich, an American like me, her daughter Faith. So Michael married Faith. Absolutely. They moved here in 1948. Michael had inherited the castle through the female line. We're not very good at male heirs in this family. And it was a, <laughs> right. So the, the female is a very important person. Brilliant. Goes, so I think it's been through the female line in my family about four times. Fantastic. And Michael inherited from his uh, uncle, sorry, uncle, great uncle, right. who was the last Watson. And he, he was 16 when he inherited, because his father, it went, the father died within three months of the old wreck of vicar dying. And they had double death duties, and it was a great thing. Uh, you must know. Of course, if I know. You think after the first first world war, so many estates were broken up. The the young heirs had been killed on the Western Front. Yes. And everything was. And Michael was determined to keep the house together. And he went off to the navy, following the family tradition. And age sixteen. Age. He was at he was at Dartmouth at the time, but he was he age sixteen and suddenly inherited this great shock, and they let it. This is the love to an American to pay the death duties. You're kidding me. Yep. So, you... the, so from 1925 through to 1932 or 33, an American family called the Emanuels, and, and he, they, they he left it and lived, out. And he came and lived here with his family. That was quite clever of Michael. Very to, clever. Very for seven years. For the American to come here, something had to be put in. One of them was baths. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> and the other Many thing more baths. Was, and the other thing was central heating. <laughs> central and I think actually the, the, the downstairs loos were added. Right. So there was quite a bit of work done to make it um, comfortable for, the, for, for this fa American family. That's incredible. So that American family then helped pay those double death duties. Absolutely. And then Michael was able to keep it in the family because so many homes were lost after the First World War. Very much so, so many homes. He was fascinated in running the estate and making sure it all worked and kept right from the moment that he had inherited as a young man, although he had a career elsewhere. So then he married Faith, what I think I've read is 1947. Yes. And then they came here and lived here. And I, I mean, I'm doing my dissertation um, for my master's on Alberta Sturgis mm. because she was an American like me. So Faith, of course, is then half American. So Michael did marry a, you know, half American. Yeah, very um, important. It was an enormously important source of revenue for these old tired estates to find some wealthy, exactly, energetic, dynamic, right. <laughs> American. American. Exactly. But then they didn't have children. So what I've read is that they experienced quite They a, had a huge trauma. Yeah. Huge yeah. trauma. Faith had been married before. Yes. Uh, and, and, and had lovely Gemma, um, who Michael adopted as, as his daughter. Yes. Uh, and then Michael and Faith tried to have children and they had uh, one, Francis, who lived for three months, and then two that was stillborn. Um, and what is uh, rather ironic is that faith was rhesus negative, which is yes. that issue where you, your, your blood cells attack, your, you as the mother's blood cells attack the baby's blood cells, and, yes. and it all. And my wife is rhesus negative, but nowadays all you do is you take a jab. You take a jab, right? And it's okay. not a problem. Right. You know, when we were born, you had a full blood transfusion. And so poor Michael, who desperately was. To him, line was so important. In 1967, Sir Michael Come Seymour passed the castle and estate to his nephew, James's father, Commander Michael Saunders. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. My father was brought up here. This is, this is where the family lived. And, they, and most of my family, most of my uncles and aunts were born here. Right. And it was still pretty basic as a house. I, think, I remember Dad saying, you know, you used to jump over the buckets wherever, where, the, where, where the holes in the roof were. I think. <laughs> and Michael and Faith came here in 1948 and took over the house and they did the most extraordinary work to try and make it more comfortable. And they closed the old kitchen or stopped using the old kitchen, created a, a bit of a flat at one end, which is where they lived. What did they do to this room? Did they... This room, they decorated it in a wonderful apple green, looked very Adam, <laughs> light apple green, not heavy, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of, the, 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 the curtains, all I remember, they were sort of brown vel velour, velvet curtains, were very typical of that period. But it was rather mean. They, there was no furniture at that end of the room. They all sat around this fireplace and it got to a stage where all of the paint, particularly on the plaster, started to look really chipped. And then we had a crisis with, with dry rot, which is all, right. all these old houses, you always get something that tweaks you. Right. And so 10 years ago, we completely took it. It was a big exercise, you had to take all the books out, take the bookshelves off the walls. And we oh, rehung in here and changed it from green to this drag blue. And this carpet Lovely. is a modern copy of the carpet which was here, which is the one over there. Okay. So we okay. we we created this synergy of uh, of actually making it one big room rather than it being a sort of ante room. Yes. Yeah, and it's a real living space. It's very cozy. It's lovely. And do you spend? You must spend lots uh, of time is, here. The, this has always been my favourite ride. Partly, I love being surrounded by the books. Actually, brings back one of the points that's so exciting about these these houses is that because they're owned in private hands and they are lived in and they're family homes. 
That is a real attraction to the visitor. And they love the idea that this is not just a museum. Yes. And it's, you know, and the amount of times that I've had to go around when the children are younger and sort of kick a bit of plastic under a sofa and said it is not on display. Exactly. But, but, we've been well, but we've been open, this place has been open for, for, for Michael and Faith used to open it rather um, <clears throat> sort of on a Thursday afternoon because it was a half day closing and they would come in the Great Hall and Faith would grump at them and sort of take the money and sort of, it was also, and then when my, we came here, my parents were much more commercial. So you've got the, I love it, this is a little bit of sort of history of the house is open. So this is Look the- Look at all these guidebooks. This is, this, is the, this is the 1950s guidebook. Right. Which was written by my grandmother. And I'm not sure how much of it is um, true and how much is more sort of, and it, it's, Some of those good stories. You, know, you look at it, it's about 10 pages, <laughs> not a picture in sight. No, not a picture at all. Um, so that's, so the, you, that's, the, that's your the, mother did this. My grandmother. Oh, your grandmother, your grandmother. So this is Michael's, Michael's sister. sister. Yeah. Right. Wonderful. And then Fantastic. you have, and then you have, this was, this was the sort of 1970s guidebook. So, you know, there's the, there's the library as it <gasps> ah, was. As it was with the green. Yes. And no furniture. And no furniture. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, so that was your father. That was the first one, Dad. Yep. Did. Can you date that? Yeah, yeah, I can. Um, that is 1980s. <laughs> Look at this. Sort of like brilliant. cartoon sketchbook. Really. It is. Oh my goodness. Look at this. And then what about that one? This is one, well, we've actually just redone it, but this was the one that was done when we first came here. So there's some bloke with hair in the front. <laughs> <laughs> and red trousers. Oh God. You know, that, and look at your young family there. Yeah. But I've just turned to the Watsons of Rockingham page. Yeah. And of course, I've spotted here Lady Faith Montague, who married, obviously, Michael Cum Seymour, yeah. daughter of the ninth Earl of Sandwich. Yeah. So we've made it into your guidebook. You've certainly made it into so your pleased. guidebook. So pleased. So well, pleased. There but we are. I would also point out that it's not the only time that the word Montague appears. We go right to the top of really? the left-hand page. Edward Watson. <gasps> Edward Watson married... Dorothy, daughter of Sir Edward Montague of Boughton. Who I think <gasps> is the father the, of the Montague family. It, yes, he, was, he, he certainly was. is. We have one of his portraits um, hanging at, uh, at Mapperton, and it's uh, my mother-in-law always tries to hide his hands because she says that they look like fish, so she hides them with a plant. <laughs> but that's him. Well, He's we, really we, the founding we, father of we, our family. We, may, we, may, we may have another one as well. I think he handed them out a bit like sort of confetti. But we've also got a picture of Dorothy, which I'd love to show you. Oh, so I'd love we to see a, that. Yeah, we're going to have a wonder van. Absolutely. Follow me. Lovely. We're in your guidebook. Oh. Are we in the new one too? Yes, you are. <laughs> definitely. Okay, good. Before showing me the painting of Dorothy Montague, James stops off in the panel room a room at the heart of the evolution of Rockingham. You're back in to the old Norman Hall. Right. And this is the other half of the Great Hall with the Great West Window. It's where the King's platform would have been. Actually, the window is Tudor, so we have to be a little bit careful. I don't think that that would have been there right, originally. Right. This is decorated in about 1670. So when I talk about Rockingham having a little bit of colour from each century, this is the Carillion, Charles II room. Yes. And it was the, the Lewis Watson, who is the, his 
father had a disastrous civil war and he lost both his castle and his silver. His wife was a parliamentarian. This room is a room of reconciliation. You've got all the family coats of arms. Yes. It's dedicated to the mother. Uh, and it's, and this panelling, interesting enough, is pine because oak was in short supply due to the fire of London. And the Victorians stained it to look like oak. To look like oak. How fascinating. I mean, that, I mean, it's just incredible what they did. So what do you use this room for today? Well, it was the Victorian dining room. And then right. Michael comes in and used this right. to hang his... Right. 20th century pictures. We, it, was a, it, was a, it was a sort of winter sitting room. My father remembers coming in here to play parlor games. But this is the, when we have the house full, this is the bit of the party room. Right. This is, you've got the backgammon table here. and It's the only sprung floor, so this is where the dancing happens. So this it's, is where the, it's the only sprung floor. And you sit there slightly terrified that things are going on and something might get broken. But <laughs> I wanted to show you this. This is the most lovely portrait it of is. Michael. Oh. captures him by Maggie Hamlin. And he was a great, great personal friend of Maggie's. He, he really encouraged her to get going. And he, they knew each other intimately. And you can just see that it, it, he, he, she's really captured his spirit and his character. And can I tell you that I recognize this because we have the study ah. of this hanging at Matt Britton. We must have received that study from, from, yeah. from Michael. But it is, I mean, now for me, I've only seen the study, obviously, walking by it, and now to see the actual portrait painting is incredible. I mean, she is just she's, outstanding. She's, she's, I mean, now we need to go and see our joint relative. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, so yeah. We, we are cousins, is that right? We are. And here, I, I, I happen to know, having been to Biden, this is Sir Edward Montague, in, in his finery as uh, Chief Justice of the Pleas, and he, um, there is a picture of him at Bowden, and he doesn't look like that. He looks fearsome. No, we, at Mapperton, have you got we the have the same, we share that same um, uh, a portrait. really fearsome. scary. And with the ruffle collar yeah. and the hands. These are These, not too bad. No, they're not they? too bad. They don't look like fish. So there he is. Well, but he's think... much younger in this one, and he seems a little bit happier here. Yes. But look at him being very grand and, pu and putting his Montague crust up there. I know. And, um, you know. But it's a, that's a, I think that's the equivalent of the signed photographs, isn't it? I get, yeah, but but it was he... sort of handed out to all of the acolytes. Yeah, no, no, of course, of course. <laughs> I mean, it does say, on, off the executors to king. Yeah. Yeah, there we are. 1556. So he was, a, he, yeah. he was the executor of Henry, of Henry VIII. Of Henry VIII. Yeah, which is yeah. why, yeah, I'm sure, it's why we have Rockingham, because he would have, this was a royal castle, it was his, he would have facilitated the lease. Ah, because, he would have facilitated the because lease. Because this, this is Dorothy, the daughter. Ooh, she looks quite fierce. So that's his daughter. Yes. Right. So that means that she would be the aunt of Edward Montague, the first Earl of Sandwich. Absolutely. There we go. We, we really are related, you are. James. You know, it's, <laughs> there is, there's, there's the connection. She's quite a sort of terrifying lady, but I rather like this portrait. I think the detail, uh, I think it probably is very accurate and that's what she looked like. Yeah. You know, it's, there's no, there's, no, there's none of that sort of Lily making you look terribly beautiful and rather sort of standardized face. That is what she looked like. Yeah. And I love the detail of the bodice and 
Do you know it's extraordinary though? You know, I came here thinking, oh yes, there's this Montague connection with faith and, and this is brilliant, but I had no idea at all of, you know, this yeah, other know. female connection right here. Shall we go and see, there are a few more um, yep. <coughs> relatives as I refer them, the, the portraits <laughs> in the gallery. Absolutely. Let's go upstairs. Now you've gone out of the medieval hall, back into the Victorian editions, rather lighter staircase, which gave access to the gallery. To the gallery. And the gallery was originally an exercise room. Tudor House always had a gallery, right. and the gallery was there for the for people to exercise during the cold. You would come up here and you walk up, you perambulate up and down. Really? And it was it's originally it was originally a third as long, and then after okay. the Civil War, when they rebuilt the castle after the Civil War, it was only built to, to, to two thirds length. And then it would have been used by the Georgians to hang, which is all these big portraits, yes. the sort of yes. portraits. Yes, another. So it I became a on, gallery. A gallery, as you yeah. and I would know. Yes. And then the Victorians turned it into a sitting room. In a sense, it encapsulates the sort of the story I keep on talking about Rockies. Everything changes, and different people use it in different ways. And today, it's probably the room we use least because it's the most difficult room to use, if only because of the weight of the floor. That if you ever do anything of any, with any volume of people in here you have to put joists underneath right. to hold it up because it, it, it floats. Then if we look back out the window, you, we've, we've, we've looked at how the house is used and how it's, it's, it's a domestic, it's a, uh, I'm not gonna say home because that's probably rather grand, but actually you look back and then you've got the old medieval castle. Yes. And we need to go and have a look at that. We yep. need to go and see that, that, that actually there was the defensive side and we've still got some of that, that that wasn't knocked down after the Civil War. Right, well I can already see even just from peering up here that you can just see the lay of the land. Oh, here. you can see why they changed yeah. it. It's yeah, a, absolutely. Your, you know, your, your commanding position in, in, in this with two natural valleys, it's quite obvious why, why they changed it. Shall we wander back? A little bit more exercise possibly. Yeah. You stand here, what is it? It really is, it's carpet bowls, actually. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there we go, perfect. <laughs> Next time, I'll continue to decode the past here at Rockingham as James shows me the architectural changes the castle has undergone. A cobbled street. No. Leading up to I feel like I'm actually like on a set of like <laughs> of a medieval feature film or something. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.